0: my new year's resolution every year is to just not make a new year's resolution okay gotcha, gotcha. i love the irony
1: you you don't want to add like a 28th podcast or uh anything. there may be some more on the horizon oh yeah. there's, a, there's a little tease there you yeah, know maybe And welcome to the Run the Race podcast, where we talk about fitness and faith on a weekly basis. And we all need motivation, maybe to lose weight or get stronger physically or get closer to God as we all seek purpose in life. I'm your host, Jason Dennis, hoping to inspire you to run the race of life as we sit down with fascinating guests, digging deeper into the mind, body, and soul. Let's do this. and happy new year to you hope you guys have had a great start to 2022 Uh, I've actually already recorded an intro to this episode of the Run the Race podcast. Appreciate you listening. Um, And with a friend of mine, Jesse, a coworker, uh, introducing our guest for this week, Wes Carroll. Um, But uh, a change has happened. This episode was supposed to come out last week uh, between Christmas and New Year's. But yes, I tested positive for COVID-19, probably the Omicron variant. And so I ended the year... And started 2022 in quarantine. I've been off work the last week. I'm getting ready to go back. Uh, As this episode comes out, I'll be back on the news uh, in just a few hours from then. So, uh, again, this is the first time I've tested positive for COVID during the two years of the pandemic. And, you know, a lot of folks get it different ways. It's it's been a very tragic pandemic. But for me, it was very minor. Um, I only had minor cold symptoms, um, some congestion. Maybe a little coughing one day, um, some extra fatigue, but it went away only after a few days. And again, uh, back to work after a week and, uh, you know, under the new CDC rules of being only, you know, uh, kind of, uh, quarantining for five days, especially since I've been, uh, double, uh, vaccinated. So I uh, haven't got my booster yet, but that is coming soon. So I recommend all of you to get vaccinated, get your booster, all that kind of stuff and stay masked or stay away from family. I know a lot of folks maybe have gotten it uh, because of being around family for Christmas. So praying for all you guys um, right now as we go through this, continue to, and really hoping and praying that 2022 is much better um, as we continue to, to talk about faith and fitness on this Run the Race podcast, approaching episode 100 in probably just uh, several weeks from now and so uh, like the uh, you know famous character Ted Lasso says the happiest animal on earth is the goldfish and uh, so the the key is to be a goldfish and kind of forget the past Uh, 2021 uh, was a rough year for some of us so uh, thrusting ahead to a a brand new adventure to this new year and so uh, here is my uh, next part of the podcast uh, going into this new year. And we have a special, uh, you know, temporary guest host with us. Jessie is here from Woo-hoo. WTVM. She's our, uh, what's the fancy title? Digital Manager Digital Director?
2: Content Manager.
1: Okay, that sounds, that's it's very fancy.
2: It sounds fancier than it is, you oh, know. Oh,
1: it does? Okay. Yeah. Well, you're also, uh, uh, you are on other podcasts as well, NQLN, Not Quite Late Night, is that right?
2: Yeah, it's really not that late. We do it around 8 p.m. So it's not quite that late, you know.
1: Well, um, you're here because you know our guest for this week very well, Wes Carroll, uh, came in recently and talked to us about all kinds of things, and so I thought I'd bring you in to introduce him. So you and Wes met, um, you know, I think he was uh, at your class
2: or something? You were, how old were you? I was 11. He was my substitute teacher. Wow. And, I mean, since I was 11, I've known, I've always wanted to be in journalism, so Throughout the years, like, after, you know, we followed each other on Facebook, and he's always told me, you know, if you want a job, let me know. I work at the radio station. I never reached out. And then one day, he reached out to me and was like, you graduated. Do you need a job? And I'm like, yeah, I need a job, of course. So then we became coworkers. Now he's my mentor. So... It's crazy how the world works.
1: Yeah. So now are you um maybe in this business partially because of him, or he's he's helped you along the way in terms of the the media, digital, radio, all that kind of stuff. Yeah,
2: he's definitely him and Scott Miller, who's also pretty prominent here in Columbus, um, both have helped me so much and have taught me a lot of things that I know and I definitely would not be here if it were not for them.
1: Yeah, and Wes uh you know has hosted shows on Sunny One Hundred, Rock One O Three, B one oh One, W D A K. He was Digital content and director for stations for with iHeart Radio in Georgia and Alabama, and has four podcasts. So have you been on the other podcasts as well, or just strict, strictly the the late night one?
2: Fun fact is, we used to have our own podcast oh. called the Wes and Jess Cast.
1: Wes that's, and Jess, mm-hmm. that's good.
2: When we worked together, um, we haven't we did do like one more. We're like one episode away from being fifty episodes, but that's been like two years since we've touched that. So.
1: It could be revived for number 50, right?
2: For, just for, like, the finale, you know? <laughs> like, this is our finale, but we have another podcast, so listen to the NQLN podcast.
1: So people have been waiting two years for this, you know, Pretty this much. episode of, of Wes and Jess.
2: Well, it, COVID happened, so yeah. then we didn't meet in person as much, ever.
1: Yeah. And, well, maybe it should be called Jess and Wes, perhaps.
2: Maybe. I think so. I'm not opposed to changing the name.
1: By the way, did you have a Merry Christmas? Everything I did. go well for you? You had some yep. time off work and everything? Or? No, no, no. no.
2: It, the news never stops. <laughs> Come on, Jason. everybody can be off.
1: That's right. So now uh, Wes has interviewed, you know, we talk about this in our discussion, a, a lot of famous people, uh, William Shatner and Zachary Levi, and he's he's done a lot of famous hugs with a lot of people. So have you, but you know, through Wes, have y'all kind of, uh, where you've had encounters within celebrities as well? Or? I
2: have. We were at the red carpet event for with, Life with of the Party.
1: Life of the Party. It was in
2: Auburn, and he hugged Melissa McCarthy, and he hugged... Um, hold on. There was somebody else that he like, was really excited about hugging.
1: Did you get to hug them and meet them as well?
2: No, <laughs> I no. mean I was I was taking pictures. Okay, I was doing how was, was this camera woman as you would say? Wow, um, Julie Bowen. He was really excited about her.
1: Yeah. So. She's uh, from uh, an ABC show that she's been on, and and Ed, and so she's been on a lot of different things. So um, now, have you gone to Dragon Con with him? I know that's something that he's done for twenty years, and Star Wars, all that kind of nerdy stuff.
2: Not my cup of tea. Okay, all right, but fully support him for loving. You know, if it it's not Wes, if he doesn't have a little bit of a nerdy side, you know, (laughs) Um, I'm not into that. But I'm I'm so glad that he is dedicated to it.
1: And he's uh, done the Dragon Con convention for uh, twenty years now. And uh, he's also um, a husband to Jill and has two little boys. And uh, so, I mean, good father. I mean, great father, right? Yeah,
2: and he's also, you did mention, he's really good friends with Squidward and Spongebob. Really? Yeah, the voice actors, of course. But Okay. They, that's who they are, Squidward it, and Spongebob. Maybe, like, has
1: Wes made an appearance on Spongebob Squarepants? Or? Not yet. Okay. I would,
2: Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe one day in the future.
1: And just to tease a little bit, he also, you know, uh, likes to, he talks a little bit about Ted Lasso. He got some Christmas gifts I think related to that show that's on Apple TV. Do you watch that? Is,
2: okay. <laughs> Wes's Listen, Wes and I have a lot in common, but our interests a lot of them are not the same. Yeah. But I think that's what makes us such a great fit. We are Very opposite, but we are so much alike.
1: So you have not been in Nutcracker like he's been in? You haven't danced? Have you went to see the show, I've been
2: behind the scenes. I've helped him set up, and I have seen it in person, too.
1: Okay, yeah. The setup is pretty elaborate with Mother Ginger. I did it years ago before Wes with the stilts and the dresses and the makeup and the wig. So he he doesn't look like Wes Carroll.
2: Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> but you—I didn't even know you did. I didn't know you could walk on stilts. Yeah. Well, I, fun fact—I I did
1: it several years ago. Wes is kind of—he's owned the part now. He's—he's he's done yeah. the best at it. So they, they keep asking. They're him not going to gonna be able to
2: get rid of him. Like I don't think he'll. There will never be another Mother Ginger if it's not Wes Carroll.
1: Yes. Like yeah. he—that's his. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: I think he likes putting on makeup and wearing a dress. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, with that said, uh, here is our conversation with uh, Wes Carroll. I would like to welcome the one and only Wes Carroll, two R's, two goodness. L's, Thank to goodness. the Can podcast. Can you
0: imagine two of me running around? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is plenty. Right? You're, the, you're the only one. You're, you're a well known voice around here and really around the nation. I mean, you are nationally known, right? Uh, to some people. Yeah. I mean, the FBI is aware of me. <laughs> they're, they're keeping tabs on
0: me. I, we joke about that, but it's entirely possible. Sure, you know? yeah. Well, yeah.
1: We'll have to, I mean, if they're listening to this, then they know where you are now. They, they you, know where I am. You're they're, in Columbus, keeping, Georgia. keeping a
0: listen to some of my texts and tracking those. and
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, we have a lot to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things like you being the the former Guinness World Record holder for most hugs in, in and in a single day, and, mm-hmm. and talking about faith. Because I know for you and I, you know, our faith and prayer is very important, especially around the holidays. You. Uh, host and co-host like four different podcasts, so you you know what you're doing here. This is I'm just kind of like living in your world right here. So
0: well, so far so good.
1: You <laughs> seem to have a grasp of it. You seem to you, you dress nicer for yours than I dress for mine. <laughs> and you um and you if you you've been a lot of, around a lot of celebrities more a lot more famous than Jason Dennis, so that's a good thing. But we'll talk about that. But uh, right. first, I wanted to kind of get with you about the Nutcracker. So. That's just, just something we have in common. Yes, I I was Mother Ginger. We have a number. I, I don't ago. know if
0: you've really thought about that. I'm sorry. And I, this is this is what happens when you interview someone no, who's <laughs> used mine. to interviewing
1: people. They just take over your show.
0: <laughs> but we have a lot of stuff in common. I was thinking about it. So uh, Nutcracker is one. Right. All right. We'll come back to that.
1: But are 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 nuts? I mean, getting cracked or or?
0: Well, we'll we'll get back to Nutcracker. Uh, <laughs> we often we we have birthdays around the same time. February. Yeah and we often will will like we are often having our birthday dinners at the same place. Yeah. it's my favorite restaurant in town. I don't know if it's your favorite, but it's I know, obviously it's one of your favorites. If you're looking like you're terrified like I'm going to say. It. Am I should I not say it? what, what is it? At Cafe Amici. We see each oh, other. Oh yeah a yeah, lot. yeah 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 Haven't yeah. I done the old send you a glass of water on the Yes, me, you trick? did. You yeah. did. I remember that with my <laughs> wife.
1: <laughs> He, she's like, who's sending you a glass of water? <laughs> it's Wes Carroll. You know, he's he's famous. That's
0: a Wes trick. I love to do that. So, Just, and we
1: were both Mother Ginger and, and yep, Nutcracker, and, nutcracker yeah. and we both have worked in media for for decades. We're number we're, of things. We, we, got we look common. younger than we are, maybe. Uh, maybe I think so. Okay. I think
0: we're about the same age, and I don't think either one. I'm of I'm forty five. 46.
1: Okay, so there you go. close. So I so I've just, you know, you're my uh, senior. So, I, you know, I kind of, you know, I expect respect. Pass on the <laughs> baton to you. Uh, so, uh, speaking of respect, you have, um, well, I only did Mother Ginger at Nutcracker, which is done by the Columbus Ballet. It's around the holidays and Christmas time. With a bunch of very talented Those uh, kids dancers, are incredible. they are great. And so I did that one year, you know, uh, maybe six or seven years ago. You've done it for for three years now, yeah. and this involves, and counting. I've
0: already been cast for yeah. next year.
1: Oh, so this is like stilts and makeup and uh, yeah. several dresses and your. Running around, so I how mean, did you
0: how did you handle the stilts? I, the stilts? well
1: i all, actually um I think I kind of fell down during dress rehearsal, oh wow, and that was terrifying. Um, so, okay, so, so they told
0: me somebody fell
1: well i I think I almost fell. I was like, you know, you kind of like okay. you kind of catch yourself. Um, so I, I learned just kind of, you have to you know, act, but you have to be calm as well. So, so how was it for you? I mean, you, do you like all the makeup and all the wig and dresses and all that? Or?
0: I am, uh, very much, I do, I do not have, uh, any issues with attention, right? I love it. <laughs> I get it. Is this a role? It's, it's a huge, it's that you're a ham when you're doing it. You got to be over the top. You have to be, um, bigger than life. And you've only get like four minutes on stage, so you got to make the most of it, right? I mean, that's really what's going on. And you know, I was able to get the stilts early. I went in and said, "Look, give me the stilts as early as you can give them to me, and let me learn how to do this properly." So I learned how to walk on grass in them. I mean, I was doing all those kinds of things. I was taking this way way more seriously than they expected.
1: And we talk about fitness on this podcast. I mean, that's a a balancing act. I mean, you have to be, you know, pretty strong to do that kind of thing. Well,
0: and it actually was pretty good. I think in some ways it was good sort of physical therapy for – I've had some hip surgeries in my past. I have all original parts. But I've had some hip surgeries from years of soccer and an oddly shaped uh, femur in my, in my hip socket. That's the easiest way to describe it. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, they had to go in and reshape that stuff. And that, that slowed me down with soccer and things. But, but surprisingly, the stilts, I think it's very deliberate. You're concentrating very hard on how you're walking. So I think that was a good um, physical therapy type thing for me um but learned it and then then it was okay time to put on the dress and and navigate and i actually have a different dress than the one you wore okay so i think i'm the only one who's worn this one this one was new my oh, first this was year. made
1: just for west west Carroll.
0: i don't know about that but <laughs> but it was uh it, so far i'm the only one that's been in it you, I, you, I you
1: said yes to the dress
0: i said a yes heck yes to the dress <laughs> And I will do it until they tell me to stop. When they say, we're done with you, I'll, I'll do it. As long as I'm physically able to get on the stilts, I'll do it.
1: But it pays well, so... You know. It's,
0: yes, it's a, <laughs> I get a, an exquisite dressing room. It's about the size of this uh, studio here, so it's a, it's a very, no, but it's just such a fun, and, and you mentioned the girls, the kids, they're
1: incredible. And you're, and you're a soccer coach as well, and, and I saw you post something about how you kind of go into that coach mode with the girls, and you're kind of like, you kind of, you're kind you the, you're, you're mother Ginger, but you're a father figure as well to them. Well, right?
0: and it's, it's it's a unique experience in that they have their their ballet teachers they have the people that are putting on the show and it's not me i'm not in any way you know they're their boss i'm not in any way they're you know i'm not their and they don't have to listen to me really if they don't want to they're
1: not learning how to dance from you they're
0: not learning how to dance although i did dance quite a bit this year ah okay i worked in some actual choreography on the, on the stills one of the kids is a uh, kid named Mackenzie <laughs> – I noticed what they were doing towards the end of the the routine, and I was like, "I can do that. I can't do it with my legs under the dress, but I can do the hand motion." She taught me the hand motions, and I saw a clip. It looked pretty good. I mean, it was all Mackenzie. She she's the one who coached me through that. So one of the kids talked me through it. But wow. there, um, you do the rehearsals, and you know this. You go there and you see what they're doing and how serious they are about it, and it's you just think. I I, at first it was, don't fall. That's the first thing. Don't yes. fall on stage. I can only imagine how embarrassing that would be on stage. Somebody's got to come out and just drag you off the <laughs> stage. They can't stand you back up. No, not in that dress. And then it's then it becomes well, just let's just get through it. And then it's like, no, no, no. We got to do this right. Let's let's do the let best mother ginger ever. No disrespect. Yeah. Thank you. Be the best mother ginger that I can be. How about that? Is that better? I'm
1: glad to say, mother ginger, not mother, you know, scratcher. <laughs> um, so we,
0: we, we. The first year, we I thought we did really well. It was fun. And then the second year, COVID took it away from us. We couldn't yeah. do it on stage. We had to film it. You guys aired it here, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I say here. This is
1: WTVM, little, WXTX. It's a little yeah.
0: separate than that, but that's sure. where we are physically recording. Sure, we, right are, we are here, yes. And you guys aired it, and that was great. That was a different experience being able to. But but it's the live aspect of it on stage that, you know, TV, radio, podcasting, we don't get an immediate response. Yeah. When you're on stage and you're performing and the audience is reacting –
1: that's a drug, man. It's, it's exciting, but also scary. It's terrifying, but when you
0: execute it and you do it right and you get a response, there's nothing like the feeling of standing on stage, doing something, and getting that immediate reaction of whether it's a laugh from a joke. I mean— you know, you and I have emceed things. I'm sure you have over the years. You walk out on stage, you tell a joke, people laugh. Man, that's addictive, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you're, but you're not really a ham naturally. I mean, right? No, so not at all. This, you don't like the attention of, no. of, of, uh, laughter. I'm pretty sure I'm on the menu at Honey Bake. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you I'm in the turkey the, section. you can get the bone in ham or uh, the bone in Wes? Um, yeah. Basically. <laughs>
0: So, no, it is, and and I just love doing it with, I mean, the kids are great, and you're right, I had those moments this year where I had to kind of be the soccer coach. There was a little bit of, there was something that kind of went on backstage, didn't really involve the kids, sadly the kids were, they felt like maybe they were involved, and they just had a little moment during rehearsals, and uh, I think those photos were, were me getting them together and saying, it's not about you, whatever's going on backstage doesn't have anything to do with you, we got a show to do, let's get through it. Yeah. We got 4 minutes on stage together. Let's go make the best 4 minutes ever. Something like that. I mean, that sounds soccer coaches does, not it? <laughs> it does. It
1: does. Short memory. Let's give it 110% girls. That's right.
0: Be um, a goldfish. Be a goldfish, <laughs> Ted Lasso, you know? Exactly. Short memory. Whatever <laughs> happened back there, it doesn't have anything to do with this stage. Let's get out there and Ted Lasso
1: very positive energy, you know. That's right. So and, uh, you know, this time of year, I mean, do you like Christmas time? I mean, I know, I mean, Nutcrackers obviously really gets you in that mood and, and great music and dancing and, and just a classic thing. But just in general, do you, is, is Christmas one of your favorite times of the year? Love it.
0: My parents were like, they did it up, man. They did it up big time. And it just, it becomes addictive that way. Because if your tradition is such a big thing. And they, uh, they, they did right by us. They probably overdid it. And I think they would say that maybe now. And, you know, my wife and I have had to kind of tone it down just a little bit from what uh, my parents did. Her parents, she's from Australia. Christmas is very different in Australia. We got to do an Australian Christmas uh, two years ago. We were Hmm. there just before COVID. Wow. Could not have timed out better. I mean, that's one of those moments where you just kind of say, okay, God meant for us to be here because uh, two months later, you know, if COVID had happened any earlier, we would have not been able to
1: go. And COVID may have been around, but we just didn't know it. You we know? were
0: probably on planes with people. You know, I mean, it's entirely possible. Yeah. Coming from that part of the world, it's much closer to Asia and much closer. You know, so it's it's um, entirely possible that we were, you know, nearby it, much closer than we would like to think. But yeah. But uh, she has a very different. Uh, you know, it's hot. Christmas for them. It's sweaty. She
1: she lived in the tropics and northern part of Australia. Hotter than Georgia, where we're at. We're at.
0: We're gonna have a hot Christmas this yeah. year. Yeah,
1: seventies. Yeah. It doesn't. It's not gonna be a white Christmas. No. Yeah. No. But and you were talking about how you know God kind of you know orchestrated that, made that happen before COVID. Fortunately for you guys and and I know Christmas. Obviously the word Christ is in Christmas, and we talk about shopping and going to shows like Nutcracker and. And uh, having fun, seeing the lights, that kind of thing. But for you, I mean, you and I both, you know, share a faith where we believe that, hey, this is a time of year to, to celebrate him. And for you, I mean, I know we get serious here, but like, you know, what does it mean to you, you know, especially this time of year? Because we, we get getting the hustle and bustle, you know, so busy, you know. Well, and, and we've
0: had a rough couple of years.
1: Yeah, period,
0: sure. period. I mean, it's been tough and there's been a lot that's been on people that they're not used to handling I mean, I think sometimes, and I know, and I, I'm not going to do a one of my podcasts gets into politics, and I don't try to talk about it unless I'm doing that show, <laughs> if I can help it. But you know, we went through this thing where we had leaders last year that that, in and I'm talking about 2020, that from from you know mayors and city city councilors and and uh, you know go, our governor and elected officials on every level, the president, they were all put in a situation where they, they didn't sign up for that.
1: No, no. you know,
0: I mean, you, it's always a possibility when you're elected into a position that you're going to have to deal with some sort of a thing. But in their wildest dreams, none of those people thought it's of that.
1: It's uncharted territory.
0: Yeah. So they had to navigate that on every level, and they're all looking to each other for what, what do we do? What are, we, what are you going to do? How do, we, how do we handle this? So some some managed through it. Some did horrible jobs. You know, and I'm not going to point fingers at you know governors in New York or anything, but some did horrible jobs, and I mean, I don't think um that's not controversial to say that he did a terrible job, yeah and so but it's hard to blame very many of them who weren't able to step up to it because it was not anything and then here we are kind of as a society, just navigating through it, trying to figure out yeah. what are we supposed to do so last year, Christmas was again it was a little off it did we just gone through this crazy election season we were all trying to figure out you know what do we do are we safe to sit down with each the other
1: pandemic yeah
0: pandemic close or kind of closing out kind of winding down the year with it at least and then of course we had a little bounce back of it and it's just not gone away yet and then you start thinking maybe it's going to go away and then the parts of the country that get the most media coverage are now all dealing with it right now yeah. and they're all screaming it's the worst thing ever and yeah. you know so no, it's important to take time to, you know, remember what is important and, and spend time with people that matter. And I think that's been the hardest thing to me is thinking about, we get, what, about 80 years on this planet? We're on this yeah. blue rock flying around in space, right? I Which mean, that's, is,
1: uh, I mean, kind of a blink. In
0: 80, 80 years, maybe, you know, that's not even, that's above average, I guess, really. So you get about 80 years and two of those eighty years now we've spent dealing with this. Yeah, not seeing people as much as we want to, not doing that. Thing. So that's a fortieth of your life. Yeah, think about it. And how much longer is it going to go? Yeah. Two two more years.
1: And if and if we believe, you know, um, that God is in control, I and mean, that can be frustrating. It's like, why do we have to go through this? And and I mean, what what lessons are we to learn from this experience we've had? You know.
0: And trying to figure out what those lessons are for each of us is is part of our goal. It's like everything in life. You know, it's easy to break it down and say, this pandemic is so bad and what are we going to do? But we're all dealing with something already. And that's what also makes the pandemic more challenging, is you've got all the other things that you're still dealing with. On top of, you know, many lost their jobs last year. I lost my job last year, you know. I have uh, close friends who lost their jobs at the beginning of the year before the pandemic you know one of them landed here which is great <laughs> i mean the plan for her job when i hired her there was that she was going to eventually get into tv she needed some more broadcast experience so that worked yeah but you know people are dealing with that and then how do you navigate it how do you figure it out yeah and talking about god being in control the the last morning that i worked on uh, wdak which is the previous station that i worked on um that morning as I was closing, I was supposed to go on vacation that day. That was the last day before my vacation. It's just a long vacation, I guess. Yeah. But I was um, doing the... Uh, sorry, I'm going to touch that. I know it's not good <laughs> etiquette, but it feels like it's too close. Wait a minute. He touched the mic. There we go. Because I know they can hear it. Um, but that morning, as I was explaining, I'll be on vacation next week. And it was the Friday before the week of Thanksgiving. Um Every time I would say, you know, programming note, I'll be out next week. Uh, We'll have the Gordon Deal show will be filling in the spot. I'll be back the next week. Every single time I said it, this little voice in my head said, what if you're not back? Wow. And I kind of thought to myself, okay, um, next time I did it, well, what if you're not back? You going to be okay with that? And I thought, okay, well, this is an odd moment for God to intervene, you know, but I could, I could feel
1: while you're on the radio,
0: while I'm on the air at my house, we were broadcasting from home at that point because of COVID. So I was doing the show live from my home and I needed to go into work that morning uh, for a few things I needed to do at my office. So when I got into my office and I was called in for the, Hey, we need to have a talk. Oh boy. It was that moment when I thought, okay, you've already given me a heads up. I knew it was happening because I'd gotten the heads up. And I was thankful for that. It made it a whole different experience. Yeah. Because it could have been, you know, a punch in the gut and a sucker punch, and you just go, what just happened? Yeah. But God got me ready for that. He was in control. I walked out. It was a beautiful, uh, not a cloud in the sky day. It was sunny. And I just looked to the sky and said, whatever you're doing, I trust you, and went home. Yeah. And that was it.
1: So an experience like that, because a lot of people, unfortunately, have lost their jobs, lost loved ones over the last couple of years. Um, do you feel like that something, that experience, what you went through, you know, 13 months ago, what, did that strengthen your faith? or did you Oh, kinda, absolutely. Or, or did you, like, because some people, it's like you question and doubt and you get angry and you just kind of say, you know, why me, you know?
0: Well, and I think everybody does that and it's natural, but it was, you know... I'm not going to sit there and say that I have regular back and forth conversations with God, but I, God talks to us when we listen. And sure. I think that's, that's the thing is he, he lets us know he's there. And at a young age, I was probably about 14 maybe, when it started to hit me that prayer as a uh, one-way communication with God just didn't feel like it was working.
1: Right. Yeah. A
0: lot of people do that. They treat God like a genie
1: yeah exactly you know
0: it's very much just, hey uh, 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 you know uh,
1: my wish uh, number four is
0: I'd love a new car and I'd like a different job and grandma's sick and you know you messed up on that you need to fix that. You yeah. shouldn't have done that yeah <laughs> I mean that's kind of what we do and i'm not I'm not knocking that as sure. as a because you know God wants us to let him know what we, what our desires are, what we need and, and I mean that communication is there and and that's important. But it was always for me, well, I won't say always, excuse me. It was at probably about 14 when I started to think, maybe maybe I should eliminate the word amen. I always felt like amen was like hanging up the phone on God.
1: Yeah. It was it was like,
0: we're done here.
1: It's not like the, you and your girlfriend, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. Yeah. It,
0: it, right. It was just very much a, um, and I think I was 14, 15 when I just stopped saying it. I just cut you know there's a you know the, we always <laughs> I went to I went to Christian Heritage Academy which was a private school religious based private school and we'd have to, you know, we'd have a day where they'd say, well, have you, you memorized any scripture this week? Uh, Pray without ceasing. I got that one. You know.
1: You might have been a ham there as well. <laughs> I, I get the feeling, even at 14. You
0: you, you, you pull know. out the short ones, you know. <laughs> uh, Pray without ceasing. Jesus wept.
1: Yeah, like, Jesus wept. And,
0: then, <laughs> you know, we're all fighting over all those. But, I mean, that's an important one because yeah, I yeah. feel like that's what we should be doing. We shouldn't be, you know. And, I mean, I'm not saying that amen's a bad thing. Uh, uh, Jesus used it.
1: Yeah. And he, t-
0: he taught us how to pray. That's that's why those prayers are in the Bible. I mean, that's what he was doing. But I, it, for me, it just became more of a, you know, maybe ask him a question. Yeah. Give him a chance to answer you. Yeah. And he'll reveal himself in a number of ways. It may not be. Hey.
1: <laughs> Charlton Heston. Hey, this is what you know. It's not. It's not always that clear. Yeah. Um, and he speaks through other people and and through events you go through. And my, absolutely. My, my dad used to always tell me. That you have two ears and one mouth for a reason.
0: Absolutely, and I know
1: you and I talk for a living, so it's kind of we can say that. But, <laughs> right. um, but you know, and people it's, should listen to maybe us. you know around our wives and other people. It's sometimes it's nice for us to take a back seat and, and listen and and kind of not just try to be the center of attention that kind of thing
0: and that's been something i've also learned during the pandemic
1: (laughs) you you cannot before uh, i (laughs) started
0: the before i started the uh the politics based podcast my wife was like you need to find somebody else to say all this stuff to
1: (laughs) (laughs) if you find people to listen
0: you don't have the you don't have the audience anymore so you're just going nuts around the house and for for about a month or two it was fine i got through christmas and it was no big deal and then after a while it was like okay i gotta find somebody that's listening to this
1: and And during the pandemic, you know, we have had to, uh, you know, have, quote, social distancing or whatever rules people want to follow. Some people wearing masks all the time. Some people not wearing masks. Should I be wearing a mask? Some people getting – you're not wearing – we're fine. Some people vaccinated or not or all that kind of stuff. But – um, I know pre-pandemic... Uh, I'm
0: quadruple vaccinated. Quadruple
1: vaccinated. Oh, are you? Yeah. I got to get the booster. I'm count- I got the booster and I'm counting the flu shot. Or as, as Dr. Fauci calls it, the booster. Yeah. Got to get the booster shot. <laughs> Is he
0: still calling it Omnicron? That that concerns me a little bit. <laughs> that
1: sounds like something from uh, the Marvel movies it or does. something. It does. Like I think if Spider-Man any- <laughs> versus Omnicron. <laughs> if he, if he uh, can't say it right,
0: I don't think there's any hope for it? it. There's got to
1: be some kind of COVID thing in a Marvel movie or something like that, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Like you know delta versus omicron versus uh thor mm-hmm. something like that i think I thor it
0: actually th- sounds a lot like a transformer too, doesn't <laughs> omicron yeah.
1: <laughs> but but pre pandemic you um and, and maybe you're still still doing this you love to hug right you know you're a you're a you're a people person mm-hmm. and uh you told me in 20 uh 14 no 2004 i'm sorry wow this is way back you were a young mm-hmm. man then you're still young now but um you were a Guinness World Record holder for most hugs in 24 hours. So I
0: set the record. How, there, was, there was no record in place.
1: So how did you? What was the? Was this like a? Okay, I'm just going to do this. And I know you worked in radio. Were you like, hey, this is a kind of a, a gimmicky thing, or hey, I'm going to hug folks, all
0: of that. So we were we would do a concert uh, if we had uh, you know an event where people were coming in for an event, a concert or something, and people are waiting in line, and sometimes the lines take a while to you know even if it's not something we're responsible before. But people would say to me, what's taking so long in there? You know, when you're the radio station sitting outside, they want to talk to you. and Why are we standing here? So as a way to connect with listeners, I would just go up and offer hugs. And it was just a thing that I did, you know, just to pass time. And it was also about that audience connection. And so um, at some point... We got the idea, uh, oh, no, 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 I know what started it. What started it was, I was doing that, and then we did a, um, and if you remember, I'm going to be nice about this, I'm going <laughs> Well, I be mean, nice, because it, it involves a f- very famous person, and I don't want to knock them because I think they've had some some mental health issues. Well,
1: I can edit, but, you know, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I don't want you to have to edit. I'm trying to keep you from having to do that. But um, but so Mariah Carey had a point where she had kind of a meltdown. Sure. And I think mental health is, is needs to be, like, at the top of things that we, we work on fixing sure. uh, on a number of, of levels. So she had some issues, and a lot of it had to do, I guess, with a breakup. Because she, you know, she was married to the head of Sony.
1: Well, all she wanted for Christmas was you. That's so, it. You know.
0: So she left Sony. She went to another label, and they were sort of reintroducing her. It was we're going to have this uh, uh, luncheon. You can come have lunch with. Do Mariah you know who Carey. Mariah
1: Carey is? You know, yeah.
0: You can come have lunch with her, and and then a photo with her as you're leaving. Nice. So I was at the very end of the line. I was talking with my friend who had invited me. And I went up at the very end after everyone did their photos. And I got to the end and I said, can I, can I get a hug? So I've got a, fo- a hug photo, cheek to cheek, with Mariah Carey. And then they blew it up and she signed it and they framed it and sent it to me. And it ended up in uh, one of the trade magazines for radio, uh, R&R. Or, uh, and your Bill, wife, Billboard your wife
1: Jill is okay with uh, the, the cheek hug with uh, Mariah Carey? N-
0: no problems at all with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got, I may tell you a story. Oh, so Mariah Carey was the first in those hugs. And then that ended up in a trade magazine. And then Jewel maybe was the next one, Jewel. And she's not as big an artist now, but you know, she used to be, she was huge at the time. Yeah. So I took some friends to meet her and she, uh. She's oh "Oh, you're the hug guy from the uh...
1: the hug guy." So
0: she actually gave me the nickname. She, "You're the hug guy from from uh, this is Jewel Billboard or something." Yeah. So I got a photo of hugging her, and then it sort of spiraled, and then eventually we said, "Let's let's do this as a um, sort of a stunt on the radio and see how many people I could hug in one day." Yeah. Without organizing it, we went out looking for her. I think I may have hugged you. Were you working here then?
1: I think so. Yeah. You maybe you did. I don't know. I don't. You remember.
0: probably were one of the one of the ones I hugged. So. Yeah. <laughs> And you mentioned Jill, so one of the people that I hugged was Jennifer Love Hewitt. Okay, and my brother was with me. He wanted to meet Jennifer Love Hewitt. I mean, who wouldn't?
1: I bet. Yeah, she's sure. a lovely, lovely woman. Sure, especially in two thousand. I mean, the early two thousand, she was a lot more, you know, popular and right. Yeah, I
0: mean, now she's on. Isn't she on a show? Uh, sure. Nine one one, you guys run that? Yeah, I don't I, I don't, have
1: no idea. I don't you know. You guys have
0: like twelve stations <laughs> here now. You gotta have this show. I think we're up
1: to fourteen now, so
0: um but but I was taking a picture with her and I was I was getting my hug picture with her. He pretended that the camera was messed up so I could hug her longer.
1: Right? Wow. He's like,
0: Wait a minute, something's going on here. Oh well,
1: this was oh, this was a so I tell this routine.
0: I tell this story to Jill and she just laughs and she's like, it's, it's a good brother. So a couple of weeks later, maybe we were at a show and Jessica Simpson was there, and Jill went with me to that show. And I was hugging Jessica Simpson, and she did the same thing for me. That's a lovely wife, isn't it?
1: <laughs>
0: yes. As we're walking away, she said, you owe me.
1: You owe- Yes. <laughs> and Julie Bowen, uh, Melissa McCarthy. So, I mean, I see the trend here. Lots of female. Do you hug You hug I men, too? Yeah. Brad Paisley. I didn't write. Put Brad, pa- Brad Paisley. Brad Paisley. On Paisley. On. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I got right. my mom
0: a hug with Brad Paisley on nice. her birthday one year. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's pretty good.
1: So do you remember how many hugs it was in that 24-hour time period? I
0: do, and it's not going to sound very impressive. Well, that's okay. It's not going to sound impressive. It is. It is. It was two thousand and four hugs in two thousand and three. Did I say O three or O four? O four. It was one of those two. One I of those
1: years. It, but you did that number the, the number. Of the number year. was about
0: the same as the that's year. That's a lot of hugs. I mean that's like To a, go looking for them it was a lot. It was tiring. It was yeah. twenty four hours of being awake and hugging and I mean it was it was a long the, after day. a while
1: you're you're at like hug thousand you're just like like leaning in and just patting people and my then like your arms were
0: so sore <laughs> wow that's they so were, there's I'm fitness back, right there yeah, yeah. yeah it was something that I knew, and then someone and it was in it was picked up uh uh national news and one of my friends in New York said, I'm looking at the newspaper and you're on the you're on the you're in the paper in New York, and I was like, uh, grab me one of those." <laughs> Um, but he, um, AP or somebody had interviewed me about it. So, um, somebody saw it and was like, I can do more than that. It's not a lot. And then they, they beat it pretty quickly. I didn't even make it in the book. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've got a certificate. It's hanging on the wall. I got it from, from Guinness. So it was official. But by the time the book came out, someone had beaten me. So,
1: but they can't take all those hugs away from you. I mean, you, you gave people, you gave 2004 people like, you know a part of you.
0: That's right. I have actually been <laughs> in someone's home and they ha- we were giving out numbered uh sheets like to people you hugged Wes and helped set a Guinness record. You know, this was, we we did it up right as far as the marketing part of it. And I was in someone's home uh a few years ago and they had one on their refrigerator. <laughs> and I was like, "What is this?" And they were like, "Yeah, I hugged you then." I was like, "I didn't even know you then." And yeah. They were like, no, but I still have it up because I thought it was pretty cool as part of this world record.
1: Yeah. Well, That's why we did it, and I know you worked in. Uh, you've worked in radio and doing this talk thing for. Is it been twenty years? Maybe longer. Uh, we're getting closer to thirty. You're getting closer to thirty. Wow! Yeah. So you've been doing it a long. I started time. in ninety four. Yeah, man, you're a young man. So, and now you have. Do you, is it four podcasts that you currently host or co host?
0: I do. I've got four of them. Uh, I do seven shows a week. Okay, so at it, least seven so weeks.
1: like you know you've got two two sons you can't say you have a favorite kid but what about a favorite podcast I've got a
0: favorite kid <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a favorite. I'm Jake, not gonna say. Jake, Jake
1: Jake and Luke are listening right now. I'm not going to say
0: uh, which uh, one it is, but okay. I've got a favorite kid.
1: He has got he's got four letters in his name. So. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what about favorite podcasts? I mean, do you have you know Don't you mean? have
0: moments where you got a favorite kid? Oh,
1: absolutely. Yes. I mean some but days I definitely, you're like, I definitely won't say it though. No. I
0: mean I don't have a a permanent favorite kid, but I yeah. you know,
1: there's days where they have favorite parents too, by the way. They do. Oh, hundred percent. They do. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I would say that for a long time it probably was me, because <laughs> they were getting away with murder. And, but my patience is is you know.
1: wow. So you've 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 lost it. Now. I probably have. I don't blame him. I would like I would like Jill better too. <laughs> but I've listened to some of your the, the Made of Stars because I I love. Astrology, that kind of thing, and, and you've got the
0: astronomy. Astro- it's not is, is, astrology. Did I
1: say astrology? You said astrology. Oh astro- my gosh! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we're both Aquarius, so right. You yeah, just made
0: Sean Cruzen's head explode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> see, we'll see if I edit that out. No, we'll leave, it in. Leave, leave it in. in. Leave, leave in. it in. <laughs> astronomy. <laughs> astronomy. So, what is what's okay? What's the most popular of your? I'm an podcasts?
0: Aquarius. I'm, I'm assuming you, you just, are too. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Let's let's cover some astrology. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're gonna get that next time.
0: So uh, we just we actually recorded the uh, the final two shows of the year, um, so we wouldn't have to work over Christmas, and that finished out our first full year of Meta of Stars. So Sean was on uh, the on the radio with me for about a dozen years, mm-hmm. and then doing it as a podcast uh, now for about a year. We started it like first of the year. Uh, last year. So we just finished out the first year of it. So that was sort of the flagship um for my podcast network.
1: And he's a, he's a doctor, so he he's uh he's got I mean more knowledge than us or
0: Yeah. Oh, my job wanted is just, you know, tee him up with questions and get out of his way. Here's your softball. Yeah. And but occasionally I'll throw I'll throw him a curve. I don't know, just give him softballs. <laughs> I got to keep him on his toes. Sure, sure, sure. Um I mean, that's probably Uh, It's it's it's, hard to have a favorite, it really is And
1: it's a different world now Because, I mean, you know, you and I grew up Where people, you know, watched newscasts and that was almost really all they could watch they listened to radio programs and that was kind of almost all but now we've got social media we've got netflix all these streaming things and youtube's exploded and all this kind of stuff um and and podcasts as well so it's like people maybe that used to listen to radio or maybe now kind of like choose your own adventure with the podcast i like, hope so you know, yeah i <laughs> hope <laughs> so
0: I hope so. We're we've done well this year. Yeah. We've done very well, um, and you know, this month alone, um, numbers that I wouldn't have imagined we'd get to until sometime next year. Um, so it's we've done really well with it, and a lot of my old listeners are just frustrated. Ray, Ray, and I don't, I'm not going to trash. I don't want to talk trash radio, but radio's struggling. Yeah, it's struggling big time. Uh, you know, uh, newspapers are struggling. There's a lot of media that's just struggling right now. Everybody with a phone yeah, thinks that they're a journalist.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know. Eye reporters.
0: There's a kid somewhere around here that does the news or thinks he's doing the news. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> it, and people support him. And I think it's great they're supporting him but he you know you got to you got to learn the chops man
1: it's and it's a, it's a different world cuz you know you, we all have bosses and i mean maybe you're your own boss but some of these radio shows that you used to do they've now for you become podcasts right so you're you're kind continu- of them, you're kind of yeah. continuing what you were doing on the air that way, right?
0: So I do the Metastar Star show on Thursdays. Okay. I do a show called uh, NQLN, which is a Monday night show, and I think not, you listen to some of those. Not
1: quite late night.
0: Yeah, that okay. was it. So when I first started in broadcasting, my first gig was actually that. I was on TV doing that show, and the first episode I had uh, Dan Brennan, who was you know one of the he was like the guy back then on Sunny One Hundred. He came on the show as a guest, and when we finished he said you should uh you should think about coming to work with us uh at, at sunny one hundred, and they had me come in I did an interview and they hired me and that began so those overlapped for a while for about four years, and then I, we stopped the the t v show and then we'd had the idea for a while to do it as a podcast to see how it would go because it's really not i mean it i it, it's I like it because it's a lot less structured if you've listened to it because yeah, yeah. Jesse's on it with me um." it's much less structured and it's really just much more like what we were doing we were doing very experimental tv
1: and you're doing water cooler stuff like you're like you know hey favorite christmas movie or yep. song and those kind of things yeah you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, we we have a debate a every week. Yeah, yeah. I will It's a little play on words, and I won't say it on this show. <laughs> but we do a debate every week.
1: And then you, uh, the West Carol Morning Show, that was oh, that kind of like that's the, daily, uh, daily. Uh, that's kind of current events, and your. Yep. Uh, so is it like is that serious or funny or
0: it's it's pretty serious. Okay, gotcha. it's often whatever whatever's gotten me worked up and and you know current. You events. get worked
1: up, no, not, yeah.
0: No. <laughs> passion, man, do everything with passion. Um, And then I do an interview podcast, which is basically just kind of as they come. Sure. There's not a regular schedule. That's often around events, whether it's Star Wars Celebration or Dragon Con or some kind of an event where there's going to be a lot of guests there or a a movie premiere or something. So I've done uh, interviews on that. And some of the other things, I I did an interview uh, Nutcracker related on there as well. So it just kind of depends. Those are are less... um, Current event kind of things. I mean, they relate to what's going on. But I've got a, and I'll, I'll plug a couple of the specific ones. But I interviewed, and in because this one really relates to to faith. But uh, Zachary Levi, yeah. Shazam.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I knew him from uh, what was the show? Chuck. Uh- Chuck, yeah. where he's in like a Best Buy type place, yep. and he has to become a spy. I mean, I, I watched that show. It was, yeah. it was great. A lot of fun. It was kind of like the the nerdy, funny show.
0: Well, yeah. he, he was at a point in his life where he was – I interviewed him. He was going to be at Dragon Con, and we were talking about Shazam and things going on. And he basically said that he was at a point in his life where he was ready to give up. He just – Didn't think acting was going to happen. He was just, you know, at the end of his rope, he struggled with mental health issues and he was ready to commit suicide. Wow. And he said he had a a sort of a moment where he thought, okay, this isn't going to happen and this career is not going to work. And he then decided I've got to get some help. And he went into and got counseling, religious counseling and uh, mental counseling. He said he got his faith back on track. And then he got a phone call from his agent and said, uh, they want you for Shazam. And he didn't actually audition for Shazam. He auditioned for a different role in the movie. So he thought that they meant the role he auditioned for. And he's like, okay. And they said, you're not as excited as you should be. Um, They want you for Shazam. So, and he, he credits, you know, getting his life on track, putting all the stuff aside, getting focused on what was important, and so that's one of the interviews that I did um, uh, with him. And I think certainly your audience would probably appreciate that. And,
1: and, and a lot of people don't know, I mean, if you're famous and rich or whatever else, that does not mean that you're happy. I mean, we all go through just messy stuff. Sure. And people that maybe are in the public eye and maybe have a lot of maybe money, uh, maybe, you know, that doesn't preclude you from despair and crisis in your life.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if anything, it's worse. I yeah. mean, they're they're in the public eye; it's magnified. They think there's an expectation of them. Yeah, we have it to a certain level with what we do.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, we just kind of feel like you know, and and you TV guys, you got it worse because you're out at the store and you got And I know you probably don't mind. Uh, you're a nice guy. <laughs> people come up and say. I mean, I'm, 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 seriously. I mean, people they have to hear me talk. Before they, you know, they'll write, and I've had that happen.
1: I've I've had that happen too, because I'll have like a, a baseball hat or a glasses on or something, not on purpose, just because I'm, you know, yeah. And I'm I'm walking around, and and sometimes they'll be like they'll kind of do a double take or they think I'm the weather guy, and but uh, yeah, so. But any other uh, like uh, you mentioned Zachary Levi, any other like in your just career. Favorite interviews, people that you like, man, this was the best. I, this is the best. Uh,
0: it gets. High on the list, Evangeline Lilly. Okay. From, from Lost, Lost. And, and The Wasp.
1: Yeah, exactly. From Marvel.
0: Um, another person who opened up about her faith. Yeah. Uh, so that's another one I think your audience would probably like to hear. Um, and it was just fun. I mean, yeah. a great hug. <laughs> a great
1: hug. She's on the list for hugs. She's on the hug list. So, um, so anybody that you want to get, like anybody, you know, I mean, you know who was but, but, high besides, on my besides, besides Jason Dennis. I mean, yeah.
0: high on my <laughs> list was. Um, oh, we, we're doing a home and away, right? Are we going to do oh, this? Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah cause exactly. I got to get you on mine too. Is this,
1: is this considered the home? Uh, this is home for you. This, this is for away for me. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, I'll get you on mine. Oh yeah. So
1: since you know that's only fair, right? Sure, sure. Um, one of one of your twenty seven podcasts. <laughs> any
0: one of them. Um, I I wanted to interview William Shatner. He oh was, yeah, he was high on my list, and it wasn't because of Star Trek. It wasn't because of uh, you know T J Hooker. It wasn't any of that. I mean, that was all part of all it. all the commercials
1: he does, all know. the
0: ads. Um, but it was because he himself is such a really good interviewer. Sure. I mean, he's done a number of talk shows where he interviews people, and he's great.
1: Can you do an impersonation of William Shatner?
0: Uh, I wouldn't. I would never do something like that. <laughs> I would never do that. Uh, <laughs> Close. He, he doesn't like it. He doesn't like. He doesn't. It. He, I no. bet he doesn't. He doesn't like it. He just. I mean, I think he, you know, has fun with it the way most people do. Yeah. But he was high on, and then I, I interviewed him uh, this year a few months ago. Yeah. yeah he was at Dragon Con and
1: um, met your expectations.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Great. It was a lot of fun. I mean, that's what you want. You want to come into it. You want to ask him a question maybe that nobody's ever asked before. Um, And, you know, challenge accepted. Did that. Um, But, no, I mean, so he was high up there. I don't don't know that I would have. um, I'll swing big. Bono.
1: Okay, there you go, Bono. Yeah,
0: another guy, a, a guy of faith that I don't think gets enough credit for being a very outspoken Christian. Well, so
1: far you still haven't found, you know, what you're looking for. No. So um, that's we're throwing the dad joke there. Yeah, so. I'm swinging, swinging a miss. That's well, one no, of
0: <laughs> But that's a guy who, you know, I mean, very outspoken about his faith. Oh yeah, and you know, for somebody that's that famous, you know, and he's very, he's very open. He's very candid about his faith. Yep. And if you really listen to their music, you hear, you can hear it.
1: Yeah. Streets of gold. And, you know, yeah, there's yeah. a lot.
0: There's a lot oh, yeah. there that he. Yeah. So I'll, let me, let me give a, a a Bono thing for, so this is uh, another tie in for Faith for, so they've got a song, uh, one of their more popular songs called One. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Songs about a few different things. It's, but ultimately it's about uh, compassion for each other. It's about loving each other, taking care of each other. Um, it's a tie-in to the AIDS epidemic. There's a tie-in to, you know, uh, German reunification. I think they were in Germany when they wrote it. So there's a lot to the song that most people don't hear. They hear the song and they think, well, this is nice. And that's the way most people listen. And I worked in radio for a long time. And I know that people would call in, what's that song that you play? I, said, I love you. And I'm like, that's 80% of them. <laughs> that's probably low. 95% of them are I love you. Um... But this, but uh, there's a lyric in there that I think is important, and it's um, and it, it relates to service. Um, but and most people mishear the lyric. But he talks about you know how things are tough, and he says uh, we get to carry each other, lift each other up. And most people hear the lyric is we've got to carry,
1: carry each, each other, carry each other, carry yep. each other. Whoa! But yeah.
0: right before that is the key word. We get to.
1: Yeah.
2: Exactly.
0: It's not that it's a burden. We don't got to carry each other. We yeah. get to. It's a privilege. It's a privilege <clears throat> to do something for other people. Yeah. It's a hu- it's, I mean, it, it's, it's a powerful lyric because of that one letter, right? Yeah. It's, it, and most people don't even hear it that way. And if you take the things that you do in service and you look at it from, wow, I get to do this. We've all done things. We've all gotten roped into things where you take care of somebody, or you're, you know, oh, I don't want to do this.
1: Yeah. Why am I doing this? Sometimes you just do it because you feel like you have to, or whatever. I remember yeah. a
0: friend once; they, their, their mom needed to be taken around for some errands, oh. and there was nobody to do it. I said, I'll do it. <laughs> I didn't want to do it,
1: <laughs> right? But something you are just, you know, doing your job. I didn't want
0: to do it. I, but it was, I, I was available, and I thought I'll do this.
1: I don't want to. <laughs> And and that's a big part and of... And as it
0: started, it was like, oh, what am I doing? And
1: and that's a big... And they
0: went into one of the errands, and then I said to myself, I sat there and I had a little moment of prayer, and I thought, I got to look at this from a different perspective. Because, uh, you know, I'm doing this, I asked to do it, so this is something that I get to do today. And it changed the whole day.
1: Yeah. It's changing your perspective. Yeah.
0: It changed all of it, internally and everything. And I mean, that's a small thing, but it was... A day we just talked about. We only get what eighty years. Yeah, one of those days of those eighty years. <laughs> there I was running yeah. errands.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you know, and that also is the same case as you know when you're a dad or a mom. Oh, doing, absolutely. Doing things like. that you really like to do, doing things you don't really don't like to do, and kind of you know your kids kind of wanting to spend time with you or not. I mean, and you'll you know your, your kids are how old now? Your sons are how old? now? I don't know. <laughs> Um, They're not teenagers yet They're not here right now Why am I talking about
0: (laughs) One of them is One's 13 One's 10
1: Okay so you're just Just starting with this Yeah we're just getting there So what do you I mean you still You know you're doing This media thing Lots of podcasts You've done radio For decades Do you I mean do you shut that off? Like, I mean, you're yourself on on air and on podcast. You're Wes Carroll. But do you kind of like... How
0: different are you? you How different is Jason Dennis than the guy on the...
1: I'm I'm still... I mean, I don't know. I'm not as kind of... uh, I don't know. Like, you know, like when we do this, we're ourselves, but you you flip a switch. Uh And you kind of... You're on. Okay. The light's on. Let's go. We're going to talk. We're going to have fun. We're going to just ham it up. Uh, But then at home, I'm not... You know, I don't think they, uh, my wife and kids don't respond to uh, me hamming it up. They's like, oh, okay, you know, mm-hmm. he's he's in that mode now. Yeah. So, uh, I don't, I mean. Do, can you do, imagine my <laughs> wife,
0: the number of times that she just goes, oh, can you just stop? You, now my 13-year-old, oh, can you just stop? See,
1: oh, just wait, wait till uh, he's like 16 or 17. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So
0: he still uh, likes some of it. He, we're still in that range where there's a little appreciation to it. Sorry. And I interrupted you. You were asking something else. No, that's I, what I
1: was just asking you about. About if you like, uh, you know, kind of are not different, but do you just kind of turn it down a peg when you're at home? And, and I, know, um, I have to. Know. I can't do this all. I, and
0: this is one of the big secrets. This is one of the big secrets. I, you sure I, you want I, to tell people? I, I'll say it okay. because most people, they have a perception of people that do what we do that we're just so outgoing. We're all extroverts. We just love the attention and we, but it's not always the case. I'm very much an introvert. It takes a lot of time for me to get my energy level right. And there's a lot of dread and some things that like, oh, I don't want to go do. I mean, relating to taking this friend's mom around, you know, it was just, I just wanted to be at home. It wasn't about her. It wasn't about anything to do with the errands. I just thought, this is not what I want to be doing with my day.
1: I'm sure you get my text about doing a podcast. You're like, "Uh, okay, I'll do it. I had to to think, am I going to be able to have my energy
0: up? Because I just did Nutcracker. And you know there's, there's a
1: crash that comes with that, right? You're like the Ferris Bueller's friend. You're like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. You know?
0: <laughs> well, I was talking with Jesse the other day and she said, Jesse, who works here at WTVM yeah.
1: and, and does the NQLN podcast yeah. with
0: you. So she said uh, something about you had uh, said something about the show or asked her about coming on yours. And, and then something came up about me and I, and she said that you were interested in having me on. And I said, yeah, absolutely. I'll come yeah.
1: On. I mean, I figured nutcrackers. Perfect. You know, it is, stuff, you know, so, so. I, no, I'm glad to do this. I can, you know, but okay. I can
0: tell you right now, if my, if my energy had been off to, Today, this would have been a whole different interview.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we would have talked about some really serious stuff. We got a little serious a little bit, um, and uh, kind of—you of, probably
0: uh, got more out of me than most people. Yeah, oh, that's right. As well, as
1: we're, we're not landing the ship yet. We're not. We're not. Uh, well, yeah.
0: <laughs> listen. So I get the gist. I get the gist of, of of the show, and I think that's great. That's the big thing about yeah. uh, podcasting, and it's a little bit like. I mean, it's a, I'm stretching the metaphor, but it's a little like marriage. Sure, you got to find what you want to do. It's like finding your, your, the right person to be with. And then you got to put the work in. Yeah. And, I mean, that's the thing. Podcasting is grinding sometimes, yeah. especially when you're doing seven a week.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's
0: a bit of a grind. And I tell people, I say, I'm thinking about doing a podcast. And I say, are you going to do it every week?
1: Yeah. You're
0: going to do it every day? What's your schedule? You're doing it once a month? You probably need to do it at least once a week. Yeah. And it's a grind. You got to fit it in. You got to get it in there, and 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 do the show. And make it different. Make it interesting. Absolutely. That kind of thing. So you know, and, yeah. you know, you gotta. It's it's kind of like a marriage in a way. Yeah, there's a commitment you're making to it when you do it. It's so.
1: balance. You got to find time, like you said, to be the the husband and the father, to be the the soccer coach, and maybe yeah. play soccer that kind of thing. And we were talking about Ted Lasso earlier. So do you? I mean, you think that's kind of? I mean, soccer obviously is a huge popular sport around the 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 world globe really but you think that show i mean i guess you assume you've seen it right oh yeah so i mean do you think that show kind of all like, i want
0: for christmas is a roy kent jersey
1: that's all i want <laughs> roy kent Roy Kent. kent. we have a kid there, we, he's here he's there he's everywhere you know? yeah you did Something a good like edit that. yeah it's a little different
0: <laughs> we got a kid on the team <laughs> who's hard. our he's not our he's not our roy kent in attitude but oh. he's our roy kent on the field he's everywhere Gotcha. So I got the parents, uh, some of the parents doing the Roy Kent, but his name's Vince. And but I he, call him Vinny.
1: Vinny, know.
0: Vinny. He's here. But, he's doesn't, but he doesn't curse. Like he's that. every stinking where. That's what we say.
1: He's every stinking wear, Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so we, he So he doesn't uh, lay on the uh, he salty know. language. No, he's
0: He's nine. <laughs> he's,
1: Nine. <laughs> he's nine,
0: he doesn't even know what we're talking about,
1: yeah, yeah, but Ted Lasso right, got you're... pretty serious, too. I mean, we won't give any spoilers here, but I mean it's you know it's kind of he's very positive and and but you know you find out for good reason maybe why and and so it's you're already it's, uh, spoiling it, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to dial it back, man. But it's but such, a, I mean, such a great show. It is. Yeah, if, if you get a it's chance to... It's the kind of
0: show that we need right now.
1: Yeah, I and you can so. watch it quick. These 30-minute shows, I mean, 20 episodes, you can... We're going to
0: rewatch the Christmas episode this week, Jill and I. Ah, okay. I think maybe we're all wrapping gifts. That, we love that one.
1: And there's one. There's a cartoon out now.
0: There is a cartoon, the animated think, thing. Yeah, and, yeah. and that one has some... You can't watch that one first. That one has a couple of spoilers for the uh, the show.
1: Yeah, so watch it after you watch... All the Ted Lasses. That's
0: right. But, uh, yeah, it's going to give some. There's a big twist at yeah. the end of the second season that they give away. Gotcha. But, um, no, the the Christmas episode was great. And it's just, you know, they were only going to do 10 episodes the season. And mm-hmm. then they, Apple said, we want 12. So they said, let's do a Christmas one and just make it real cheesy and over the top, which they did. But they did it marvelously. And then the, the Beard episode where he went off on his own. Yeah. That was the other throw-in. That's a little <laughs> controversial. I know people who did not like that
1: episode at all. I, I liked, I liked them all. So, um, and uh, I, I, and as we enter uh, twenty twenty-two, or was that what the year uh, we wanted into? Twenty twenty-two. Uh, so, how do you feel? What I mean, happened to twenty twenty-one? As we, you know, are dealing with this pandemic still and going into this new year. I mean, how do you feel about New Year's resolutions? Are you? Uh, a goal guy? Are you like my New
0: Year's resolution every year is to just not make a New Year's resolution. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. I love the irony.
1: You you don't want to add like a twenty eighth podcast or
0: uh... Uh, there may be some more on the horizon. Oh, there's a, there's
1: a little tease there. You know, maybe okay.
0: Some, some possibilities out there. Um, I'm I'm having uh, surgery. I may I guess because this is this is. This when's this going to This will
1: will come out right after Christmas.
0: Okay. Well, I hope everybody had a lovely holiday. (laughs) Hope you had a merry Christmas. I hope I got my Roy Kent jersey. (laughs) Um, The uh, also I'm having uh, surgery. I've had some, and I mentioned uh, you know hip issues. I've got some scar tissue from a previous surgery. They're going to clean up on the uh, 27th. Okay. So this will be a morbid podcast if that doesn't go well.
1: <laughs> this was Wes Carroll's final. Uh, it, okay,
0: God forbid something happens. Okay? Right. Okay, so right. this is. You so have any, you still have to upload it. Right. So okay. you, you any, this is my message from the grave. No, okay. <laughs> just, just kidding. <laughs> and Wes's final words. I hope you all.
1: <laughs> he says, hug it out. Hug it out, everybody.
0: <laughs> I hope you all, hope you all enjoy watching ted lasso that's the important <laughs>
1: message from the great that's right that's
0: all that really matters
1: oh that's funny but so, no i don't
0: i don't do the rest i'm not okay. gonna ask you this though because sure. you, this you do uh you run i've seen you run. Sure. i've seen you running in the morning and so, i just want to lean on the horn when i go by but i don't want to sure. do it startle uh, you. that's okay that's okay um how do you do that
1: just start just running I don't Running. Know. just run yeah i mean this
0: is forrest gump right just yeah start exactly running. I was I, just running. I just
1: started running.
0: But how do you how do
1: you do that? Like, there's no it ball in front of so you. There's good. no
0: there's no <laughs> there's no sport involved. I mean, seriously, how do you do that? You just run.
1: Yeah, just just run. You know, it's, it's, a it's little, like a, well, there's it's, a U2 has a song about it. Bono, I wanna run. Oh yeah, that's not what that's about. Oh yeah, <laughs> he wants to hide. You know, that's not. He, he's about tearing the walls down. You know, inside, uh-huh. Yeah. So that's what it's about. See, running is mentally, it is um something that um you know it's good for your mental health and it's good for your physical health okay so i'll, I'll give you the secret um i love to eat okay i
0: do too i love but to i don't eat. love to run
1: so i um and i kept dieting i would lose 20 pounds and then in like two months and then i would gain it back in like six months and this mm. yo-yo back and forth this you know holidays and all that kind of stuff so i figured out so if i run a lot i can eat what i want it's about
0: metabolism
1: Uh, I can just, I can just, I I burned a bunch of calories, and I'm going to go eat a pizza, Uh and then there you go. And so I don't. uh, I mean, I'm sure I could gain a lot. I mean, lose a lot more weight, but I just don't want to. I enjoy life. So you look good. I run a lot, and then I eat a lot. Oh, you look good. So there you go. And TV adds weight. TV does add weight. Yes. Yeah. 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 You, You you came here, did TV with us like a. Fifteen years ago, I think you were uh, doing like on Fox Entertainment you, correspondent. Yeah, yeah, you're like that was the fun. you're the water cooler guy. You talked about like let's do it again. Can we do it, Mariah Carey? What time are you guys going on? <laughs> let's do it. We go on pretty soon, yeah. In fact, I, I got to get going. I got to go do the news. Oh. So. Well, Wes, thank you so much for coming in. I oh, appreciate too. It. Thanks
0: for thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, I'm on. looking
1: forward to being on one of your uh, podcasts. We'll, we'll we'll pick one. We'll and, fig- you
0: know. w- figure out which one, <laughs> and 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 work it out. And
1: but no, this was uh, this was great. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. you coming in. And and uh,
0: I, I oh man, I really hope that everything goes well with the surgery because if uh, this would be really bad, this yeah. would be a sad. Well, show. Hey, let,
1: but well, but let's just hug it out right here. We're we'll gonna hug let's, it out. Just hug it out right here. Right. Yeah, uh, this yeah, isn't
0: for a record, but. You here, you it's nice, you go. nice.
1: That's good. Nice, that was like the triple pat. I, that was a. Is that like a it's, a? it's a pretty good hug.
0: The triple pat is. There's a reason for that, but I'm not going to say it. on here. <laughs> There is a reason for that. Do you know that? No. There's a reason for the triple pat.
1: No, tell me about it. Oh, is this going to oh, be a whole man, other this chair?
0: Is squeaky. <laughs> um. Uh. No, I can't. I can't do it on here.
1: Okay. Uh, we'll right. have
0: to save something for the when when you come on my show. Okay.
1: Well, uh, yeah. It'll be more appropriate there. We'll discuss the triple pat hug. <laughs> what the triple pat's all about. All right. Well, thanks very much, Wes. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks
0: for having me, man.
1: And once again, if you think I sound a little different, I do, because I'm actually recording this on voice memos on my iPhone, Uh, not back in studio like I was with Wes, uh, because uh, still kind of uh, somewhat recovering from COVID, but been feeling great the last three or four days, not like I'm sick at all. So uh, back to work and uh, back to regular life. And uh, hopefully, um, you know, you are staying healthy with your family as well. And uh, Wes, I know, is recovering well from his surgery that he talked about at the end of our conversation. He is alive, so that was not his final uh, chat ever on a podcast. And uh, he's on crutches, and uh, I hear he's doing well, and we'll be back up and running around, maybe playing soccer in the next few weeks. So uh, look forward to being on one of his four podcasts in the very near future. So uh, stay tuned for that. And Wes did, it uh, looks like he did get that Roy Kent jersey for Christmas. So uh, I know he's excited about that. He's here, he's there, he's every freaking wear, you know, that kind of thing. So um, and, and speaking of uh, that, uh, our parting gift for today involves Ted Lasso, not necessarily Roy Kent, but uh, his coach, Ted Lasso. We have uh, two parting gifts, two quotes that'll inspire you from uh, one of my favorite shows on TV and streaming, Ted Lasso. If you haven't seen yet, it's on Apple Plus. A little plug for that. Uh, Two seasons so far, third season on the way. So uh, he says, Ted Lasso does, that ice cream is the best. It's kind of like seeing Billy Joel perform live. Never disappoints. That's right. Ice cream and Billy Joel never disappoint. So uh, you can uh, take that one to the bank. Uh, Ted Lasso also says, taking on a challenge is a lot like riding a horse, isn't it? If you're comfortable while you're doing it, you're probably doing it wrong. I think the uh, that Ted says that to his uh, his assistant coach on the plane on the very first episode of Ted Lasso. If you haven't seen it yet. Funny, heartwarming, really worth it. You don't have to be a soccer fan, a sports fan, anything like that because uh, it's the sport is just really one of the characters. But uh, Ted Lasso, really heartwarming. It will surprise you, I promise you. So now closing our uh, episode now, 93 of Run the Race in prayer like we do all the rest of them. Dear God, just uh, we pray for this new year that uh, people's eyes will be opened uh, to, to you more and that we will uh, look to you for our strength. Uh, That we will take chances, Lord God, and that we will uh, be able to be around our friends and family more this year, that people will be healthier. Uh, We will be able to do more, Lord God. Just give us a freedom that only you can provide and a peace that only you can give us. And we just thank you for this opportunity to talk about you, to talk about our bodies and health and uh, spiritually and physically and mentally. And uh, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for getting us through 2021. And as we go into this new year, we look to it with hope. Hope that uh, that, that you will provide for us in ways that we can't even imagine. You name me pray. Amen thank you so much again for listening to uh, run the race and uh, all the West Carroll's podcasts as well. Check those out. Uh, he's a great guy to, to talk to and, uh, a friend of mine that uh we've uh, you know been in this business together for decades now but he is uh definitely uh one of a kind uh, a funny very talented young man and uh if you didn't hear the last episode from several weeks ago uh with Justin Blue at his recording studio we did a whole hour uh hour and a half that is of christmas songs uh and and telling funny stories and history of christmas things and so if maybe if you're if you're missing some of that holiday spirit maybe check that out as well Uh, justin and i singing some of us solo instrumental singing together and so uh so if you want to hear me sing good bad or ugly check that out as well and uh you can always find run the race at wtvm.com slash podcast it's on spotify apple google play stitcher all that kind of stuff so until next time we'll see you later on in 2022